The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome, folks, to Prison Transformation Radio on AM 980, The Mission. We are the Twin Cities Christian Voice. On this program, we're going to invite you to join the festivities. In April, we have Second Chance Month in Minnesota and across mm-hmm. the country. So joining us is Randy Anderson from the Minnesota Second Chance Coalition. So just something to kind of get you thinking about the show coming up. Historically, when folks pay their debt to society and leave prison, they don't really leave prison at all in a way. They simply move to what's become known as the second prison. The concrete walls and the cells are gone, but they find themselves entangled in a web of collateral consequences. The stigma of being a felon is coupled with the barriers to employment and housing. Rights are suspended if not taken away, so it's kind of from one prison to the next. Mm -hmm. In recent years, and the Second Chance Coalition has been remarkable for this, we've seen uh, breakthroughs such as banning the box on employment applications. Mm -hmm. You don't have to check off felon. You do need to be honest about the interview, but but Lord, give me an interview. Mm -hmm. And advances in criminal justice reform, and and again, Randy Anderson has been at the heart of this. But before we bring Randy on, I know you got a a heart for this, Pastor Dwight. Uh, this is Pastor Dwight Anderson, Prison Mission Association. Yes, Jim. Um, you know, and you know, and I'm Jim Moore. I don't know if I said that. Yes, Jim. Who's, Jim who's, who cares? <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I know you got a heart for this because you've been a warrior in the prison system on the inside. Yes. What's your yes. experience of the second prison, Dwight? Well, the thing is, a lot of times, you know, they've paid their debt to society. Yeah. And yet there is a lot of difficulty for them to, to continue on and to be successful. So we want them, once they're out of prison, to be we don't want them to to fall back to their old ways and go back into prison. Yeah. So we need to help remove some of these barriers yeah. to help them get a job. They need a place to live. You know, and these different basic essentials is so important to give them a second chance. And really, if you, re- if you read the Bible, we're all sinners. We all fall short of God's glory and we all deserve hell. There's none better than another person. You know what I mean? So Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm standing all, convicted. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. So we need to give everybody a second chance. Everybody yeah. deserves a second chance. Yeah. And God Maybe loves. Th- yeah. I think and the, the God third, gave me like a third. Fourth, 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 sixth. Yeah, yeah sixth. So, um, so, we've, uh, so we, we not only are doing this, and not we, although I do support Second Chance Coalition, they're doing the heavy lifting yes. in the state capitol in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And so a lot's going on behind the scenes, folks. But... The reason we asked Randy to join us today is we can get involved. Mm -hmm. We can get involved. There's a 5K second chance walk coming up in April. Um, You can join in in advocating at the state capitol and Minnesota Second Chance Coalition Mm -hmm. is the organization that helps us lock arms together. And so that's why, and I say my friend Randy, we haven't spent a lot of time together, but man, we used to... We used to advocate in, in jails, and we would help prison guards understand what these folks are going through. That's so, good. Randy Anderson, yep. I know you work with Second Chance, but you're also you're a mover and a shaker in the recovery movement. So thanks for hmm. taking the time to join yep. us today, welcome, Randy. Welcome. Well, th- thanks, Jim and, and Pastor Dwight for having me. It's really an honor to be here and to do this show. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, 
you know, I mean, when I think back to me being incarcerated, you know, I was uh, in some pretty bad addiction using thousands of dollars of cocaine daily and Ooh. and finally wow. arrested and uh, and uh, charged and sentenced as a first-time non-violent drug offender with no criminal history to 87 months in prison. Wow. Uh, I, I That was pretty harsh, right? I thought, I really didn't think our our society did that to people. I thought, you know, I had a disease. I, I was feeding my disease. I never robbed, stole uh, killed, raped anyone. Mm, I mean, yeah. I sold drugs. Don't give me a lot. I broke the law and, uh, and should pay some type of crime for that. But to, yeah. to be sentenced the way I did, I thought it was pretty harsh. Mm. And uh, that's kind of driven me to, when I got out of prison, to start to do the work I've been doing. And I, you really lit up after prison. I mean, you <laughs> went for it in a yeah. positive sense of, hey, let's change the game. Pastor Dwight said something that really reminded me when he said about the Bible, we're all sinners. You know, my great friend, Emily Baxter, who runs an organization called We Are All Criminals, uh, yeah, she, sure. she says uh, yeah. one exactly. in four one in four people have a criminal record. Four in four have a criminal history, and, and the only difference between <laughs> right. the only difference between me and you is caught. I got caught, right? Yeah. And uh, and uh, so yeah, when I got out of when I got out of prison, I think what really did it for me is uh, I used to be one of those people that believed one voice, one vote, one person couldn't make a difference, and then I proved myself wrong many times. Uh, but it was really getting fired from a job and then going to college at age forty three with a GED that I received while I was incarcerated mm. is what did it for me. Uh, going um, to community college and and finding out that there's all these causes out there and, and uh, great organizations like the Second Chance Coalition, yeah. like We Are All Criminals, uh, things like that. And I, I, my wife used to joke, she said, Randy, I think you lost a word in your vocabulary. Cause I, and I said, what are you talking about? She goes, you don't know how to say no. Cause I was saying yes to everything. Uh, uh, and, it took, and it was okay though. It took yeah. me, I had to find my way. And uh, I found my, one of my ways I found was through the Second Chance Coalition and, and God blessed that mm. I did. Cause I think I've been able to have an impact on uh, a lot of things that issues that are facing us in the in the world perfect and so so let's uh, help people with the big picture of what the Minnesota Second Chance Coalition is as we get into the show we'll talk specifically about April but talk about the work that y'all do at the coalition from politics to advocating to changing laws help our listeners understand your work well, I think, and so traditionally we are always, uh, so we're a working board. We don't have any staff. We have very little resources. So the 10 or to 13, the board members that we have, are, we're all, we all have full-time jobs and this is our part-time job. Yeah. I always joke that I think I put way more hours in it in my, <laughs> my part-time job. Uh, but we, most of us are really citizen lobbyists, uh, citizen advocates. Like we don't get paid to do the work, but a lot of us are at the Capitol all the time. We're uh, t meeting with legislators. We're talking about certain whatever bills are our agenda is for the year. Uh, and I think that's the work that we've traditionally been really well known for is just being a voice at the Capitol for those of us mm. in, that are involved with the justice system. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm trying to use a lot better language. I don't like the word criminal anymore, so I've tried to eliminate that from my vocabulary. Okay. So okay. when I talk about people involved with the justice system, mm -hmm. uh, that's just something I'm working on myself. And a lot of us believe mm -hmm. we- I'm going to work on that. Those are stigmatizing okay. words. That, so yeah. we try to eliminate those words. They have words. images that Correct. just automatically right. come up. Exactly. Yeah, so I think that, and but we've, we've expanded so we recently merged with another organization to really grow. And now we're doing monthly trainings 
uh, for professionals in that are counselors or, or, or anyone that needs their CEUs or continuing education credits. We're doing a resource fair in uh, at Goodwill in April. We haven't hmm. quite picked the date yet. but uh, We also do a, collat- a, conse- uh, a conference now every year. In collateral October. consequences. Yep, the that was remarkable last year. Oh, it was amazing. Year. It was uh, 220 people packed that room. Uh, we are going to continue doing that each year now. So it's an, you're an educational organization Yeah, well. so I think we've really grown uh, away from not just lobbying and that but we've also now uh to do and we know we want to, we have a lot of big thoughts and dreams of uh, creating a constituent base and a mm. volunteer base and things like that so uh yeah i think we're we're moving really fast and it's kind of a little scary but it's also very yeah, you're doing very remarkable awesome, yeah. work that's good if you just tuned in you're listening to prison transformation radio with jim moore of the r3 collaborative and myself pastor dwight anderson with prison mission association we come to you on am 980 the mission the Twin Cities Christian Voice broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. Today you're listening to a special invitation to join the festivities in April for the Second Chance Month with Randy Anderson of the Minnesota Second Chance Coalition. And if you missed any part of the show or want to share this program with your friends, you can listen and download the podcast at am980themission.com. Now, Randy, it's great to have you on, and we love to hear stories. Can you tell us a little bit more personally about your story, maybe what led you into this work? Or I guess you kind of already talked well, a little bit about it. But, how actually, but that's a good question. How, how'd you how you up? jumped from, yeah, yeah, to get involved into this. Well, and it was, so really, so when I, while I was incarcerated, I, I had no idea what racial disparities meant or what that looked like or, or that. I thought I always thought our justice system was fair and just because that's the way I was raised, mm-hmm. uh, thinking, mm-hmm. believing that. And I discovered while I was incarcerated that people, folks with the exact same crimes as me, I mean, literally identical, but if they didn't look like me, and when I say that, I mean, if they weren't white, yeah. middle class, uh, you know, a good education, right. uh, if they were people of color and indigenous mm-hmm. people, they were they were sentenced to at least like 20% more time than I was simply based on the color of their skin. So that's kind of where I first started like Hmm. questioning our system. But then I, of course, then I got out and I went to college and that's where I I got involved this work. And I really realized, I mean, I learned that where we thought, you know, we're Minnesota nice, but Mm -hmm. on, we have some of the largest racial disparities of anywhere in the in country. Minnesota. Yeah, in really? Minnesota. We yeah. do. And it's really scary to think about that because I I would have never guessed that. I mean, we're the land of the yeah, passive aggressive Minnesota nice thing, right? Yeah. But we have like if you're if you're uh, a person of color in Minnesota, you're nine times more likely to be uh incarcerated. Uh, just wow. simply based wow. on the color of your skin. Right. And so and so I always say I'm I'm a white person. I'm not affected by that. I have a very diverse uh, family. However, so I'm, I will say I'm using my white privilege to uh, eradicate some of those uh, okay, disparities mm-hmm. or, or uh, uh, dismantle our current broken system. Really yeah. is what and, it is. and I think an important thing to understand is it's so ingrained in our consciousness. One of the reasons, Pastor Dwight, we started this show was to not just transform prison, right. transform public opinion, yes, stigma, bias, yes. and it's almost unconscious, isn't yeah, it, Pastor? You're right. We, you know, yes. you people say, "Oh no, I don't feel that way," but then you track their behavior in the sentences, and you go, yeah. "Come on, pal." Right. They let's, talk let's about those at, people. Yeah. Yeah. Those people. Yeah, that's right. What they say. Yeah, and I, and even as a person with in, so I'm. Um, 
You know, I'm a person in long-term recovery, and what that means to me is I haven't had to use any alcohol or drugs or mind or mood-altering substances since January 9, 2005. And so just right. 14 years, yeah. amazing. And I'm like, uh, you know, continuous recovery, so I haven't had any lapses or, mm. or slips along the way, which is a blessing because yes. uh, I know- And not normal. Not, most not, uh, most right. folks be tripping, but they get up. Yeah, well, yeah. You, what's the old saying? You fall down seven times, but you got to get up eight. Uh, yeah, you know, right. so you just You don't give yeah. up, you know. And so, that's what we're helping. Yeah. Well, zero in a little bit. Now, we've talked about, you know, reform. Um, before we get into April 2nd Chance Month, so what are, what are a couple of things? I know Ban the Box was a big achievement. And then some national laws just were signed in in January. Tell us about what's happening on the political scene to transform criminal justice-related law. Wow. So I wish I had a whole another hour to well, do we're that. We're going to have I, you back. All right. So give us a tease. Uh, I think the big thing nationally, so the First Step Act is the national legislation that just got passed that President Trump signed. And that is directly geared towards the federal prison population. And that's ex- that's who I was incarcerated as a federal okay. uh, uh, inmate. So that's where I would have been directly impacted. Oh. And it's only about 8% of our overall prison population. However, that those that has not been addressed in more than 30, de- 30 years or three decades. There's been no reform in that arena for oh, decades. Wow. So honestly, to, to have any reform, and people are critical of it, and it's not a perfect law. It's not a perfect mm-hmm. bill. But it's uh, a step. But it, right, step. and that's what I tell people. It's the first step, and we're going to have a second step and a third mm-hmm. step and a fourth mm-hmm. step, and as many steps as it takes to get what we need done, right? And that's why you all yeah. are doing the work you right. do. So that's nationally. Locally, we're working on, I think the big thing we've, you know, restore the vote. I mean, let's we've been talking about this for over a decade Come now. Mm-hmm. I know, let's get it done, right? We yeah. we. We expect those folks coming out of prison to have a job, to pay taxes, mm-hmm. but yet we then say, well, sorry, but you don't get to decide how those tax dollars are spent because you can't vote. Or you can't even, you know, people with kids can't vote for their school board. Uh, and I think, mm. you know, when are we going to stop that? There should be a really, uh, so the Secretary of State, Steve Simon, says it the best, there should be a really bright line. If you're in prison, yes, you don't get to vote. If you're out of prison, you get to vote. It yeah. should be that simple. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm hopeful this year we're, we're have a lot of good traction. Will we get it done? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other big one is we're working on, I think is an even bigger issue to us, and this kind of pulls in with the Restore of the Vote, is the probation reform. So although Minnesota is a lower incarcerating state, we are one of the highest states for handing out probation sentences. For long periods. Yeah, so it's not uncommon for a person, in lieu of going to prison or a smaller prison sentence, we will give them 20, 30, 40 years of probation. With that weight years? hanging yeah. over there. I have head. a friend who's she can't vote until she's 71 years old. Uh, because of her 40-year probation sentence. Uh, And so we really want to look at capping those. So we'd love to have a cap, a five-year on most crimes, and then we look at more violent crimes differently. However, we're getting a lot of pushback from the county's attorney's association. But we have really good data that shows if mm. a person doesn't re- doesn't commit a new crime or violate their probation in the first three years, yeah. they probably never mm-hmm. will. They probably never will. That's right. And so why are we? Why would we give someone twenty? I mean, it's so costly. Yeah, and it's so and, costly. and don't most people, pastor, who are going to recidivate, isn't it like within three to five? That's years? That's what he just said. The first yeah. three yeah. years. Yeah. 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 The first three years. Most the majority is if majority, it does, yeah. nothing yes. occurs in the first three years. They probably never will. And you, when you give someone a 20-year probation or a 30-year probation sentence, 
that anything they do wrong can be a violation. I mean, you get you can have interaction with police or a, uh, a traffic violation, and if you have a, a PO that you're not very friendly with or one right. that you that's you can violate you on a technicality. On a, right. Often they get put absolutely back in the prison, and then they're stuck there. Right. So, yeah. yeah, it's terrible. Well, so I guess we could all say thank you, Randy Anderson. You have yes. you are handling it. It's all being taken <laughs> care of. It's but yeah. I think we know that folks, we all got to step up. So here's an important question to me. How can we get involved, Randy? Yeah, so how that, can volunteer, donate, opportunities yes. to engage and advocate? So there's no one person or one entity or one voice that's going to fix this. Yes, it's, sir. It's going to okay. take it's going to take every one of us to work together on this. And no matter what differences we have, uh, what uh, backgrounds we come from, we I think we all believe that this system needs to mm-hmm. change. And so simple things you can do is contact your legislator. You can go on the on the state website and who represents me. You can Google. Well, you can actually type in the Google search who represents me MN, and it'll show you exact. You you type in your address and it'll show you exactly who your representatives oh, are. I'd like that. And then it gives you their email address and their phone number, and you can it simply does. call them. And yep, you can wow. simply because they're working for us, right? Yep, they're your you're yeah. their boss. Yeah. I mean, you pay if. You you ha- pay taxes, yeah, or amen. you're there. You're you're their boss, and so that's a really simple way. Another way is to track, like there's bill trackers. So depending on what bill you're following, like the restore the vote bill or the probation bill, you can get a bill number and you can sign up on the website and you can see what hearings those bills are going to. And if you have a day off, go down and sit in a hearing room, wear a t-shirt, something. We give out t-shirts all the time, second chance t-shirts, or uh, I'm working on an opioid bill. We have uh, hold pharma accountable t-shirts, something. Something that shows. Oh, I want that, one of those. Yeah, I, I, I'll get you one, Jim. I got. <laughs> yes, I actually might please. have one in my car. I do. I do have one in my car. So, but that's that's a way for you to have some public demonstration without being disruptive, but yet you show that you're there for supporting the cause. Good. It's really simple. I mean, it's just so. There's really easy ways to get involved. And how can Whoa. they contact you for more information and, and get directly involved yes. with you? Yeah. So we have a, a website, which so again we don't have any employees, so we're we always have volunteers or uh, or board members that aren't too busy trying to manage this stuff but so we but do it's a, simple and easy yeah, to find yeah, events absolutely so we have a so it's mnsecondchance.org is our website and then you can or you can email we have info at mnsecondchance.org and that'll get you right i actually manage our email account so that'll come right to me and then i'll direct you in the direction okay. i can uh but that's two easy ways to look at yeah. us uh we have a huge social media presence around facebook twitter and instagram uh yeah. our facebook page which i also manage uh is updated frequently with uh, upcoming hearings, uh, events that are coming up, uh, important articles that are about the issues that we're talking about. Wonderful. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio with Jim Moore of the R3 Collaborative and myself, Pastor Dwight Anderson of Prison Mission Association. And we come to you on AM 980, The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice, broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. Central. Today, you're listening to a special invitation to join the festivities in April for Second Chance Month with Randy Anderson of the Minnesota Second Chance Coalition. If you missed any part of the show or want to share this program, listen and download the podcast at am980themission.com. Now, Randy, I've told you this before, you know, we love hearing stories. You told about your story, but maybe you have another story of someone who was impacted through some of the the work that you've been doing, could you share maybe a story or situation wow, yeah, that impacts? So, yeah. you know, I'm also a, a, a licensed alcohol and drug counselor for the state of Minnesota. And I've had to, uh, one of the things that we're working really hard on is, or we actually did pass was the, I think one of our biggest accomplishments we don't, we haven't talked about much or at all is the passing, the redoing the drug sentencing guidelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were a huge part. We, I, that was the first time I'd ever testified at our Capitol. Uh, oh. I think, 
and so this story is more of a broad story, but be, uh, so I had uh, been asked when I first got involved with the Second Chance Coalition to uh, testify and tell my story of incarceration, recovery, okay. addiction, treatment, incarceration, recovery. And uh, so we, we ended up passing that law. And uh, and this is a huge deal to me. I'm like, I'll probably get emotional and cry. But uh, because of my testimony and that of many other amazing people, mm-hmm. uh, we passed that law. And 700 less people in Minnesota go to prison every year because mm. they have a disease. Wow. Uh, because, they're, because they have a disease. Of so addiction. it might be a diversion program? It's, or so, a well, we, we program? changed the guidelines. So we increased, we uh, made drug. Uh, how much possession you could have on you. We increase the weights so people with smaller possessions aren't immediately gone into prison. There, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, we've increased we've, we've increased our uh, funding to our treatment court programs. So that's again diverting people out of the out of the prison system. Uh, there, mm-hmm. there's a designated fund set up at, fund set up actually as a result of those guideline changes. It would save the state. I don't remember the number, but a million in the millions every year, and that money would be then diverted back into uh, treatment programs, treatment wow. courts, things like that. That so, makes sense because yeah. they're really not a criminal that needs a prison. They need someone to help them with their addiction problem. I mean, I was saying this earlier. We're five percent of the world population, twenty five percent of the world prison population, and in Minnesota, it costs forty two thousand dollars a year or so to incarcerate someone. I would love if you gave me that same individual and that $42,000 and I could invest in services and help for that person. I mean, not everyone, but half of those people, I could change their life. Exactly, not everyone, but let's let's be discerning and let's find Mm -hmm. which one of them have a reasonable chance with the right treatment and support to move forward. So before we, let's take another minute or two, but let's land on April, Randy. I know on April, what is it, April 13th, 13th. Saturday, KTIS and Northwestern are are sponsoring a walk. Tell us about that. And because now in April, we can actually come out and join in with Second Chance. Yeah, it's really cool. So uh, last year I helped work on the declaration. So we had Governor Dayton declared April as Second Chance Month in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Actually, President Trump declared it uh, nationally. Yeah. Nice. So we've had a national declaration, which is really great. Uh I, this event to me really, I remember the first year, I think this will be our fourth now. Wow. It's already our yeah, fourth. Yeah, amazing. Uh, and it was just an idea and we hoped a hundred people would show up. Mm. Uh, it's developed into this really great, I mean, we have three to 500 people show up, but to me, the biggest part is, is the inside behind the walls. We're going to have four prisons, uh, in at, in unison going, walking with us or running with us inside the prisons. Same time. So I while think, we're running around yes, University of Northwestern, yes. they're going to be doing that in, in prison. the prison. Right. Isn't that simulcast? Isn't that the, so last year, I, last year I, when I was at the event, I had a woman come up to me and she said, when you, she recognized me, you're Randy Anderson. I really always wanted to meet you. She goes, I just want to let you know last year, I, mm-hmm. I I ran this race inside prison, wow. and now well, this now year, cry, and now man. this that year that's she's something. at the event, and I'm like, and I that to me is exactly why we do what we do wow. right there. Wow. So I, folks can get the particulars on that at at the website. Yep. Give us that one more time so, again. And so it's www.mnsecondchance.org. Yeah. Uh, and again, on social media, you can find us at Minnesota Second Chance Coalition. Uh, there's an event page for it. There's an event bright thing for it there's all i mean it's is it's easy a, to find is there a cost is it like five dollars so, or something so I, I know there is a small fee i just registered i believe in it so i always donate so early bird registration if you register before march 30 13th is 30 dollars uh regular registration that ends april 11th is 35 dollars uh there's a kids run which is 15 dollars on-site registration is 40 dollars uh you know i mean one thing and i'll and i'm probably going to work 
one thing Prison Fellowship's done every year is for those that this still might be a financial burden is they'll they've given me like a free code. And I'm not saying that's going to happen, uh, but if it does, uh, I want to. I'll. I think they'll do it again because they just yeah. want people to show up. So we right? want you, we want right. you to be involved right. with right. that, right? And so it'll be wonderful. It's. I know. You know, last couple of years, it's amazing how many people are there. It starts with a rally first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. which is kind of a political social statement yeah, in absolutely. itself. Yeah. And the whole community comes out for this. Yeah. And so, so again, go to the website. We're also we're also the backup at r3collaborative.org, which most of you are familiar with. Go to upcoming events. Uh, April 2nd Chance is the tip of the spear on our website. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we can give you all of that contact information, too. That's great. That's yeah. awesome, Jim. Yeah, wonderful. So it's April 13th, 7.30 a.m. is the registration, 8.30 is the rally, and then the race starts at 9. Yep. Last year, uh, Mayor Fry, Jacob, uh, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry, yeah. uh, smoked everyone. He uh, did it in like 17 minutes or something. Wow. Uh, yeah. So uh, this year, I saw him at the government center a few day, a few weeks ago, and I challenged him. I said, "I'm looking for someone to beat you this year." So. <laughs> oh, well, God bless you for your work. We really appreciate you and uh, and Pastor Dwight. It's kind of an answer of prayer, isn't it, that we can finally. Maybe start breaking down the walls yes. of the second prison yes. as we go out. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, I guess we're out of time, Jim. Thank well, you, everybody. We're for... just complete on time. Thank it's you for thing. tuning in. And um, we're just going to close in prayer right now. Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to get together over this airways. And I pray for anyone out there uh, that heard this show that they would realize that, that you are the God of second chances, Lord, and you want to reach out to help them and their families. Thank you for the Second Chance Coalition and for Randy. Bless the work that they're doing, that many more hearts and lives will be changed by the power of the gospel. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, everybody. Thank you. See you Thank next you. week. Yep, we'll hear you next week.